Welcome to the Thyroid Fixer Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Amy, and we're diving deep into the world of hormones, especially for all you fierce women in perimenopause and menopause and anyone dealing with hypothyroidism. If you're struggling with weight gain, you feel like shedding those pounds is an impossible feat. If you're dealing with plummeting energy levels, gut-wrenching fatigue, or a libido that seems to have left town, then you're in the right place. And don't even get me started on the hair loss. If these symptoms are sounding all too familiar, you sound your tribe. Welcome, because my goal is to educate, empower, and shake up your world. I want you to embrace every inch of that badass woman that you truly are. So if you're ready to dive in and fix things, let's get started. Are you finally at your wit's end where you are tired of dealing with doctor after doctor? Maybe you've spent thousands on integrative or functional practitioners that have not helped you at all because they don't know the thyroid and hormones. They're not even testing properly. So come work with myself and my team. We prescribe to all 50 states and parts of Canada. I have you covered. I've been building this team for years so that I could help you no matter where you are. All you have to do is click the link in the show notes, book a free application call. We're going to go over your current health situation, what worked, what hasn't worked, all the things. And then we will pair you up with the right program for you where we will do it all. You will come out the other side of the program, totally optimized, getting your life back. You're going to recognize the person you see in the mirror again. Doesn't that sound absolutely amazing? Well, it might sound... Like you don't even believe it, but I promise you, I promise you, we will take good care of you. So click the link in the show notes, book a call today, and we'll be talking to you soon. Today, we're talking about how to talk to your doctor, because this is a request that I have heard from you in the Girl Fix Your Thyroid group and what you want to learn. Now, there's really two sides of this. There's the positive side that you could go in equipped with everything that we're going to talk about today and really get somewhere because you're working with someone that genuinely cares and wants to help you. They just don't know the thyroid. They don't know hormones. They don't know what to do with you. They don't know how to deal with all the symptoms that you're bringing them. But the other side is you might not get anywhere. Conventional medicine and even functional and integrative, and I've talked about this before, they don't always know what to do with your thyroid and your hormones. They might not be a thyroid and hormone expert. It's a very nuanced art. And unfortunately, you might just have to see someone like myself or another specialist, not just a functional medicine practitioner, but a true specialist in thyroid and hormones in order to get where you need to go, which is optimization land, which is symptom relief, which is someone listening to you and doing the right things. So let's start with how to actually talk to your doctor about your situation. Now, number one, rule of thumb, if you ask your doctor for testing and they say no, it's time to get a new doctor. Because if your doctor won't even do the basic tests, and we've gone over these before for thyroid, it's TSH, free T4, free T3, reverse T3, TPO and TG antibodies. For hormones, it's estradiol, estrone, estriol, progesterone, free and total testosterone, DHEA, SHBG, FSH, LH, DHT, uh, did I miss anything? But unless it's that long of a list, and that's not even everything that we want to see, that's just the thyroid and the hormones. If they won't test all of that, it's time to get a new doctor because we need all of that to get that full picture. Let's say they test it and it comes back and those labs are in the standard lab value range. And your doctor says, well, everything looks normal. 
because it is quote unquote normal. It's in that standard lab value range, but it's not optimal. So you have your little cheat sheet of optimal ranges that we have on the website that you can download and you compare your labs and you say, you know what? I have all of these symptoms. I have my labs here in front of me. I have the optimal ranges. I am not optimal. So doc, I need your help. From everything that I've learned, from listening to Dr. Amy, I know that because my reverse T3 is an 18 and you have me on T4 only and my free T3 is a 2.5, I think we need to lower my T4 medication because that is converting over to reverse T3 and it's putting my body in survival mode. And then we also need to add in some liothyronine or T3 in order to bring up the free T3 and to lower the reverse T3 as well. Go with those exact points. Go with those exact numbers and that exact knowledge. Because that shows, and listen, if you've been listening to me for a while, this is ingrained in you. That shows that you know a thing or two. You know about your body. You know about even a basic baseline of how the thyroid works. You probably know more than your doctor. And it shows them that they can't really bullshit you. Now, you may get the response of, well, reverse T3 doesn't mean anything. We only test that in clinical settings. I've talked about this before. Of course, we talk about reverse T3. So you say back, well, yes, I understand. And my understanding is that reverse T3 is a survival mechanism that's built into our body so that when we are in a clinical setting, such as the ICU or the ER, that will naturally go up. However, my issue is what if, we're just trying to live life, doc. And that's all I'm trying to do is, is live my life day to day and get my work done and raise a family and go to work and run a business and feel good and enjoy life. I really don't want my body thinking that it's lying in the ICU or the ER trying to survive. So in this particular case, I think that reverse T3 is relevant since mine is high and I think we need to do something about it. And it seems like a pretty simple adjustment of my medication to take care of it? Are you not willing to do that to see if possibly I can live a better quality of life and be a healthier human? And that's what you say. You have to remember that doctors are human beings, okay? They're not God. I think growing up, we have been so ingrained to think that everything has to be paid for by insurance because we have insurance and we pay our copay and we pay our premium. Therefore, every person that we see in the medical community must take insurance. And I pay my $20 copay and I get my labs done and I get a little pill and I walk out after my five to seven minute visit and I am better and I am fixed and I am well because they care about me. No, sorry. Back in the old days, remember when doctors used to do house calls, there used to be like a family doctor that actually knew you and knew your mom and knew your grandma and probably delivered your mom and delivered you and delivered your kids. And you saw the same family doctor. That's genuine care, right? We're not living in Virgin River though. That's the problem. We're living in a world that you have to pick a PCP and that PCP will leave and then a new one will come in and you're probably in a practice with 10 different doctors and you might flip around from one to the other and they only have a five to seven minute visit because insurances will only pay for a five to seven minute visit and all of them are getting reimbursed from giving you satins and antidepressants and shots and vaccines and whatever else. If you really want an eye-opening kind of inside look into what happens with insurance, medications, big pharma, drug reps, and doctors, 
watch the Netflix movie Painkillers. Actually, it's a series. Well, there's a movie with Emily Blunt. That was really good. But then there's a series with my boyfriend, Taylor Kitsch, Kirch, Kitsch, whatever. He's hot. So not really my boyfriend, but, you know, a girl can dream. And he plays a great role, but it's not even about just him. He plays a mechanic that hurt his back, got put on pain pills, got addicted. But it really shows the whole behind the scenes of what happened when OxyContin came to market. And it's mind-blowing. It's things, you knew it, but to see it actually play out, you go, wow. If that's happening or if that did happen, it's happening now. And it goes way beyond OxyContin and painkillers. Yes, it's statins and antidepressants and Synthroid and whatever else your doctor prescribes to you. But that's what they've learned. And that's what they've been reimbursed. There's no reimbursement for bioidentical hormones. There's actually no reimbursement for generic T3 either. I don't think Cytomel, the makers of Cytomel have a strong budget. So they're not pushing their Cytomel either on docks and giving them cars and trips and strippers and they're not doing it. So we have to go back to what kind of care do you want? Get unconditioned to expect that your insurance-based provider is going to give you love, care, and attention. Get out of it. Because if you stay there, you're going to continue being disappointed. Now, again, 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 are there diamonds in the rough? Absolutely. There really are. There are the occasional really, really good doctors out there that genuinely want to help you. Maybe they have been your family doctor for a while. Maybe they have seen you struggle. They've listened to your symptoms. They hear you. They care. They want to help. They just don't know what to do. But they're not so ego-centered to think that they know it all and they're open to learning. And here's that's the biggest thing. Continue learning. That is how we expand our ability to help you. I'm all about learning. I'm learning all the time, all the time. Because that little nugget that I might hear from another expert sticks with me and then I can help you better as a patient. Your doctor, PCP, OBGYN, nurse practitioner, PA should always be learning, always. They believe that what they learned in med school is the be all end all, that's it. That's how we treat. Standard of care, if this, then this, if, TSH is high, then we give T4 just like a robot. They're going to be stuck and they're going to leave people stuck and they're going to leave people sick. I once heard a doctor, I believe it was Dr. David Brownstein, but I'm not positive on this, state that one of his mentors, predecessors said, you know, when you leave med school, six months later, 50% of what you learn will be obsolete. So you better keep learning. There you go. I mean, that alone, think about it. If you have a doc that hasn't broken out of the med school mold, then they're going to be stuck. Okay, I digress. I'll get off my soapbox. There's probably another soapbox waiting for me in this talk somewhere. So how to talk to them. You go in with the knowledge of you. So you have your labs in front of you. You have the optimal ranges. You have your bulleted list of symptoms. And this is important. You do not go in with a storybook. You don't go in with paragraphs. They will zone out. Think of people's attention span these days. We're in the social media, immediate gratification time frame. You have to be brief because you only have five to seven minutes anyways. You have to be brief. So bullet out your symptoms and really know, okay, doc, here's the thing. These are my symptoms. Here's my labs. 
here's the the numbers that I'm coming up with. Here's the optimal ranges where I need to be and know your plan of action of what you're going to ask for. All right, let's take hormones, for example. This gets a little bit trickier because the world of bioidentical hormones is even more narrow than the world of thyroid. Maybe they're equal. The entire medical community has been brainwashed from the Women's Health Initiative study, which I've spoken about on here. I've had experts speak about it as well. Dr. Lindsay Bergson, Dr. Felice Gersh. We've had this conversation about the WHI. Cynthia Thurlow and I talked about it as well. The WHI was the largest, most expensive, worst done study to date. It took women who were 10 years post-menopause, gave them synthetic, not bioidentical, hormones, did not account for pre-existing conditions and concluded that hormones cause cancer. Every doctor ripped hormones out of women's hands back in the 80s and 90s. And that has carried over since, even though there's all those fatal flaws with that study. We still see doctors scared to give hormones. We still see doctors telling women that hormones will cause cancer. So this is going to get a little bit more dicey when you go to talk to your doctor about your bioidentical hormone condition, situation, need. You're looking at your labs. You see, well, my estradiol is less than five. Should be above a 50. My estradiol is a 20. Should be above a 50. My progesterone is that of a postmenopausal woman. Maybe you're postmenopausal but it shouldn't be less than 0.3 or less than 0.5 or 0.5 or 0.3 or 1. My testosterone is not in the optimal range that Dr. Amy talks about. Yeah, it's in the normal range. I know it's a 20, but it's not optimal. Okay, doc, here we go. These are my hormones. Hormones give us life. Hormones protect our bones, protect our brain, protect our heart, protect our breasts, give us youth. When animals lose the ability to procreate, they die. Diseases of aging come on. We know that estradiol, low estradiol, puts you at a greater risk of Alzheimer's, dementia, and Parkinson's disease. It also puts you at a greater risk of osteoporosis and osteopenia. I really don't want to lose my hair and get an old lady voice and wrinkle up and have a dry vagina. My sex life is hurting because I am having painful intercourse. I'm experiencing vaginal atrophy. Testosterone, I'm losing muscle, I'm losing motivation, I can't build muscle. I'm entering into sarcopenia, which is going to put me at a greater risk of bone breaking as I age, which increases all-cause mortality, we know that. My sex life is in the toilet because I have no libido, but I also have a dry vagina. Quality of life is down, doc. I can't lose weight. I'm retaining water. I can't sleep at night. I have brain fog. I can't think, I can't remember progesterone. I'm at an increased risk of heart disease. I'm an increased risk of bone loss. Once again, insomnia is not good. That's going to bring on type 2 diabetes. I haven't even scratched the surface of the benefits of hormones. But if you start there, you build a pretty good case. So what I want you to do is go in with that knowledge. And if you have to play this 10 different times and order it, so it writes it all out, you do that. Or Google be careful with Google, Google gently the benefits of bioidentical hormone replacement, estradiol, progesterone, testosterone, and go in with those benefits. Look up studies, dig deep and look up these studies that actually show that hormones are beneficial. There's plenty of them out there. No, I don't have them readily available, but I would Google just like you. I found a couple and I've sent them 
to patients in the past and whatever. But there's so much out there, so much out there. You can look on Dr. Lindsay Berkson's website or on her Substack. Look on Felice Gersh's website. They have, I believe, they have studies linked in their blog articles. Just gather a couple of them. Your doctor's not going to read them anyways. You did your research, right? So you have all of your data, you have your labs, you have the benefits, you have your symptoms, you have the optimal ranges. Now just have the conversation. Have the conversation that I guess puts them in a place that they have to answer this question. Do you want to help me? Your oath is to do no harm. There's no harm in treating my thyroid properly. There's no harm in bringing me to optimal There's no harm in using bioidentical hormones. In fact, doing all of that will only help me. It will help my quality of life. It will protect me from a variety of different disease states. It will keep me off a boatload of pharmaceuticals. That might not go so well. They like the pharmaceuticals. Remember, they get kickbacks. They'll keep me off a boatload of pharmaceuticals. How about it? How about we work as a team? And if they say no, it's time to find a new doctor. Unfortunately, this conversation does extend into the functional and integrative realm because there's so many, so many functional and integrative doctors that don't get it. Now, maybe they've been trained just to heal the gut. I've talked about this before. Maybe their protocol is an adrenal healing protocol type of deal, or maybe they can't prescribe. So they have to come up with a protocol to sell you on their services. Hey, no, we can't give you bioidentical hormones and thyroid that you need, but I'll give you some DHEA. And this this is all you need, just DHEA. That's it. That'll fix your hormone imbalance. No. Or you know what? All we have to do is heal your adrenals and then magically your thyroid will be well again. No. The question is, how long do you want to suffer with your symptoms? I mean, you could certainly pay them thousands and try it out, see if it works. You could doctor jump. And go from one to the other and see if it works. But how long do you want to deal with symptoms? And that's really my passion is getting people into optimization land as quickly as possible. Now, that being said, the whole journey of getting there is a marathon. It's not a sprint. So even in my four and six month programs, we're still tweaking at the end usually. I mean, I would say most people hit that four month, hit that six month. And they're 90% optimized. But there's still some little tweaks that we have to do at the end. That's not a big deal. But at least they're losing weight. They're feeling better. Their hair's not falling out. They're, they have energy again. They have libido again. They're getting better workouts. Their brain's functioning. They're pooping every day. The joint pain is down, all the things. But maybe they still have five pounds to lose, 10 pounds to lose. They like to see their energy just a little bit better. It's a marathon. So you got to be in it for the long haul. But once you start that optimization process, then yes, you're looking at four or six months, nine months till you really hit peak optimization, as opposed to doctor jumping, doctor jumping, dealing with symptoms, putting on 20 more pounds, getting more fatigue, losing more hair, getting more constipated, going deeper into type 2 diabetes or insulin resistance as you bounce from doctor to doctor, hoping that they'll listen. And then nine months later, you're still dealing with the same symptoms. I actually had this conversation with a colleague of mine who asked about another functional specialist in this space, what very well known, that claims to heal your thyroid by healing your gut. And it's a guy. (laughs) So what I said is, here's the thing. Um, Unless that specialist has dealt with a thyroid condition, unless he or she, he in this case, has gone through 
gaining 25, 30, 40, 50 pounds as their body rebelled against them, unless they've been so fatigued, unless they've lost their hair, I don't want to hear it because they don't get it. And their promise to heal your thyroid by healing your gut is only going to delay your symptoms and take money out of your pocketbook. That's why I'm so I'm uh, I'm so passionate about this. This is not a sales pitch to work with me. I'm just freaking passionate about this. I don't care if you work with Joe Schmo, who's a thyroid expert that can prescribe thyroid and hormones. Go work with Joe Schmo, but don't keep bouncing around from doctor to doctor expecting a different result and wasting more and more of your life. Okay, I'll stop. Back to how to talk to your doctor. I knew there was another soapbox in my future in this conversation. So you go in with a bullet list of symptoms. You go in armed with the knowledge. You go in with your labs. You go in with the optimal ranges of where you should be. You pray that that doc has an open mind. Now, let's say you get that first step because I've seen this in the Girl Fix Your Thyroid group. Okay, I got my T3. He gave me five micrograms twice a day. She gave me five micrograms twice a day. Better than nothing. It's a great start. So now the follow-up conversation, whatever it is, six weeks, 12 weeks down the road when you get retested, the follow-up conversation needs to be, okay, doc, well, that helped. And I really appreciate you being open to doing something different. And when I first started that T3, I really did see a little bit of a change. When I first started those hormones, I really did see a little bit of a change. And now we're retesting, but I'm seeing, you know, I'm still not hitting that optimal state on my labs and my symptoms are still X, Y, Z, boom, 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 bulleted. So do you think we can try increasing this dose, maybe changing this to this, adding this in? You have to know what you're asking for because you're essentially guiding them. So you have to know, okay, maybe we need to lower my T4 a little bit more and let's go to 10 and 10 with a T3. You know what? You gave me this testosterone cream and that's fantastic to start with, but now I'm seeing that my number, my total testosterone only moved from like a 28 to a 33 and my free testosterone is still low. So do you think we can change to the injectable testosterone instead? Know what you're asking for. It's nice to know the doses, but I also don't expect, you didn't go to med school. You shouldn't have to figure out the doses. But with T3, we talk about that enough on here that I think I'm I'm feeling pretty confident that you could do that. So when you're starting off on T3, if you're hypersensitive, we start with five micrograms. If you're not hypersensitive, we start with five micrograms twice a day. Now, my hypersensitive people, I'm going to leave you over here because you're rare. My not hypersensitive people, just kind of in in the normal average range, you might do well with five and five, probably not. That's probably a little bit too low. Probably have to go up to 10 and 10, 15, 15, 20, 20. Some people need higher. So your doctor better be open to that if you need that. Like I personally would be screwed if I was with a doctor who wasn't open-minded about going higher in T3 because I want 150 micrograms a day. So if you run into a doctor, it's like, "Mm, yeah, but I don't go over 10 micrograms a day. I don't go over 20 micrograms a day. Why? Personalized medicine, you don't know what I need yet. There's no data that says people are going to die if you give them more than 20 micrograms of T3. Can you show me that study? Ask them. You're coming in with studies. You've done your homework. 
So if they're going to stand on their pedestal of reverse D3 is only valid in clinical settings, and I don't do more than 10 micrograms of T3 or worse yet, I mean, flat out, if they tell you that they don't do T3 at all because it's going to cause bone loss and a heart attack, leave. It's time to go. Ask them. Put their feet to the fire. Show me the study that says that over 20 micrograms of T3 is going to kill me. Show me that. I'm open. Let's see it. It doesn't exist. So hold their feet to the fire just the same. Go into this conversation, and I'm going to say it again, knowing that they are human too. They are not gods. All they did was go to four more years of school. I mean, listen, doctors are freaking fantastic. Residency, fellowships, research. Yeah. Large student loan bills, late nights. I mean, I don't poo-poo the medical, what's the word? I'm drawing a total blank. I don't poo-poo the medical profession, but I like to hold their feet to the fire a little bit because too often they do all that schooling, they do all that residency, they do the fellowship, they enter practice and they think that's it. And then it's about volume. You know, now it's about how much can we book? Sometimes the hospital is actually whoever is overseeing them Many private practices are run by the big conglomerations, UPMC, Highmark. In the case of California, Kaiser. God, I feel bad for you guys. Kaiser's the worst. But they're run by big insurance-based conglomerations saying, you need to see 25 people a day. My sister has these stories. I mean, this is not made up. I hear this from her. She is literally the best geriatric doctor in the nation and has been voted so multiple times. Her practice is it kind of sort of a private practice, but it's under the hospital of Parish Hospital down in Mims, Florida. And I mean, she's almost retired and they overbook her all the time. You have to see X amount of patients in a day. These are freaking old people. It's a geriatric practice. Number one, they don't move that fast anyways. And number two, they're not used to a five to seven minute visit. They're used to that family doctor that birthed them and birthed their mom and birthed their kids and birthed their grandkids and still in the same town. And they can have a conversation with them at the supermarket. They're not used to being pushed through like cattle, but yet she is still overbooked. So if she is, what do you think's happening in your PCP office? Five to seven minutes. Let's get them through. Got to move on to the next patient, but hold their feet to the fire. Make them sit there and talk to you, and listen to you, and look at your numbers, and look at your symptoms. That's how you talk to your doctor. You do your best. You do your best. And I guess my little end side note would be, what if I have to have the same conversation with my integrative or functional practitioner that I'm already spending thousands of dollars to see? You have the same conversation. And you say to them, listen, I respect the fact that you specialize in whatever they specialize in. However, my needs are in the area of thyroid hormones. And if you're not comfortable treating that, I kind of wish you would have told me from the beginning because I came to you with these issues and you led me to believe that you could treat me. But what I'm seeing is that you're not even going by functional, optimal ranges. You're telling me I'm normal just because I'm falling into the standard lab value range. And that's not right. I always say when people come to me, when patients come to me, I specialize in thyroid and hormones. I am not a Lyme expert. I don't play one on TV. I will not bullshit you that I can treat your Lyme. That is for a Lyme specialist. 
if you're working with a functional medicine practitioner that can't admit that thyroid hormones is just not their jam or they can't prescribe to you. So they have to have another different protocol that's all diet and supplements and lifestyle. They owe you the respect to be honest with you, not take your money and tell you, listen, I'm just not the person for you because I'll tell you that. I'll be honest with you all day long. If I don't think we're a good fit, if I think that you're your doctor jumping too much and that you've seen five of my colleagues and you remember that Seinfeld episode where Elaine got the little red mark in her inner chart and then she ended up going to the veterinarian to try to get treated. I forget what she was treated for. And they even had in her chart like difficult patient. I don't want a difficult patient. I'll turn you down, but I'll also be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. You deserve that honesty too. If you're spending thousands of dollars on integrative and functional. So that's all I'll say is you can have this same conversation with your functional or integrative doc as well. Again, I mean, this is kind of fresh in my mind because I just spoke with a patient today who decided to, after going through and getting optimized with our program, she had a practitioner that is integrative functional that said she would take over everything that we did for her. All the bioidentical hormones, the thyroid, the doses, all of that. Okay, that's fine. They'll take over. That's cool. You know, we're, we're here if you need me and here if you need us. And she's like, well, you know, damn it. This integrative doctor is already balking at my low TSH, is already saying that my testosterone is too high, even though it's like an 85. You're just normal, right? You're just, you're just hitting optimal. You're hitting your optimal stride there. And they're freaking out and wanting to drop your dose, wanting to pull out your T3. And it's just a shame. It's like, here you thought that this person was cool and really wanted to help you and was integrative, blah, blah, blah. And they weren't. They're starting to drop the ball. You deserve optimal treatment no matter where you're getting it from. By all means, try the insurance-based providers. I mean, we do pay copays. We do pay premiums, high premiums at that. So try the insurance route first, but don't waste your life on it. Take the tools that I just gave you today. Try it, but just don't waste too much of your life because life is precious. Have you noticed how quickly the days are going by? I mean, we were just talking about three years ago, this, this, and this happened. Three Three years ago, any of my peeps out there listening, they're in their 40s, 50s, 60s or above. You will resonate with me on this. You 20s and 30 year old, you're, you're, this is coming. I'm going to tell you this is coming, but it's, it hasn't hit you yet. When you start to see the stars, like celebrities that you grew up with, age, and you look at them and you go, wow, they're really getting old. Oh, old. I'm the same age as them. Like I, I, I was watching them when I was a teenager in movies and it hits you like a punch in the face. Time is going by quickly, very quickly. And life is so precious. You got to enjoy each day and you better be optimized doing it because that's the only way that you're going to enjoy each day to the fullest. Okay. I love you all. I really hope this helped you. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I hope you loved it. And as always, if you would be so kind to leave a review, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, 
That would be absolutely amazing. I read all of them. Also, anything that you hear on this podcast is not intended to diagnose or treat any kind of medical condition. So we always recommend that you check with your medical provider, your doctor, your nurse practitioner before implementing anything that you hear on this podcast. And if you want to find out more about working together, you can click the link below in the show notes to book a discovery call. And there you'll be talking to a member of my team. They are an extension of me. They are amazing. And you and I will talk after that once we get you all signed up and you and I get to work together. All right. I hope to see you soon.